Hello, I'm Rabbi Avi Green. And I'm Dr. Akiva Daum. And, and welcome, welcome to Interesting, Interesting Questions. I am a rabbi with ordination from Yeshiva University and a doctorate in education. I have a medical degree with specialization in general and addiction psychiatry. In this podcast, we will seek to take different questions that come up in the Torah and evaluate them from a psychological standpoint as well as a religious standpoint. Please note that in many of these situations, we will be looking at things that may be viewed as controversial. It is specifically to bring about questions that many people have had and bring in to light different levels of evaluation and it'll get people to think about things in a different way. Okay, so this is a special Hanukkah conversation. It's a little bit different than some of our other episodes. Um, In this case, Akiva and I agree on the question, which is one of the things that we focus on in terms of Hanukkah, right? A lot of people focus on the miracle of the oil or the miracle of winning the war against the Assyrian Greeks. But if we go back to why did there need to be a war? Why was it that the lights were needed to be rekindled? It's because this small band led by Yehuda Maccabee was a small band because the vast majority of people had assimilated into the society. And Akiva and I clearly sit in a very modern community in Boca Raton, Florida. Um, We we dress in clothing that comes from the major chains and outlets, even if some of us have clothes that are 15 or 20 years old. Um, And Yes, just some of us. Just some of us. And the question becomes, where's the line in the sand? Whether it's for us individually or for us as a community and a Jewish people, where is that line in the sand where we say, no, this, this much of assimilation is too much. Part of being Jewish is being different. Part of being Jewish is being, some might say special, unique, but certainly different, right? The whole idea of havdalah, to, to differentiate between one thing and another. So where's that line? Um, you know, and one of the things that uh, a friend brought up to me was the idea of a Hanukkah bush. A- and the vast majority of people I know say, no, 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 that's too far. The Hanukkah bush is too far. It is not something that we do. For others, they don't even allow their children to listen to music from from other non-Jewish holidays or specials that may come on um, and and they're they feel like that crosses a line. So I'll ask you, Akiva, where's that line? To me, I think it's of course so important that people know who they are, right? see so many people who struggle with who am I, what is my identity um, in the broadest sense of the term right, so, so we, we all have a, when we look in the mirror who do we see, 
And when we think about what roles we have, who are we? Well, for many of us, part of our identity is our faith, our religion, our spirituality, whatever we want to call it. For, for people who are Jewish, we see ourselves as Jews. And in that, and I agree with you, Avi, in that that makes something unique, that makes something different, that gives a community. And we need to have that. We need to know who we are. And, and again, not one thing identifies us. Not one thing makes us who we are. And so this isn't the suggestion that if you don't identify as a certain type of Jew, then yada, yada, yada. But at the end of the day, I think that a lot of what I see with people is they don't always know who they are. Many times they may have a significant role change, right? So I'll give a perfect example. Somebody retires. Well, up until now, they've spent nearly a third of their life working, and all of a sudden, they have a spare eight hours every day, plus, between commuting, between working off the clock. They have a lot of time left, and all of a sudden, what am I? Who am I? What am I doing? Um, And so I think part of this is a discussion of identity. And we talked about assimilation. We talked about uh, how, you know, one of the big things, right, that we believe occurred with this assimilation, people stopped getting circumcised. That's something that, especially at that time, how did you know who you were? Oh, well, let me look under the, under the garments. There's meaning there. And obviously it's so much more than, and we discussed this, I think, but it's so much more than just what we do. The meaning behind it, it tells us who we are. And so much of what we do as Jews defines and reminds us of that aspect. The food we choose to eat, the maybe most of the clothes are the same, but Avi, both you and I are wearing some special clothes that not everybody else wears. And the practices that we have break up that assimilation, break up that piece to give you an opportunity to say, aha, this is who I am. And so I think that that's a very important piece to understanding that role, that need to not assimilate, that importance. And I'll put on my, I'll try and devoid myself from the religious aspect. Um, It's tough because I don't think I can actually do that, and I'll own that, but I'll try my best to. And I suppose the argument could be is, well, I have a Hanukkah bush. I know this is not a Christmas tree because I have reminded myself. So how is that any different? Or, fine, I, I, don't, uh, I don't follow the rules of kashrut, but I do make sure that I think about the food that I'm eating and I thank God for the food that I've eaten. So doesn't that mean that I've separated myself out to give myself a clear identity? Well... Before I ask you about that question, Avi, because I think that's the good question for you, I would throw out as a psychiatrist, if you have to ask the question, maybe you have the answer. But, Avi, let's talk about, religiously speaking, uh, that level of how do we deal with that, how do we work with that. 
So I think I go to the idea of it isn't about a specific mitzvah or it isn't about a specific piece of clothing or what you wear or what you eat or don't eat. I think that, and, and I'm going to go very broad here for a second, right, that many of those halachot, many of those mitzvot in Judaism are created to remind us who we are, right? It goes back to your point of you have to know who you are. And sometimes you need a physical reminder or sometimes you need an identifier, right? And so for some people, they talk about that as the Jewish star that they wear on a chain around their neck, right? It identifies me with my Judaism. Everybody else can see it when I wear it. Um, And so the idea that that reminds me and connects me to God, but I want to take it a step further. It doesn't just remind us, it shouldn't just remind us and connect us of God. It should remind us and connect us to the fact that God has given a special mission, right? Um, to, to quote the late great Stan Lee, with great power comes great responsibility. And the idea that we have a responsibility with our Judaism, right? We are supposed to be a light unto the nations. And at no time might that be more important than Hanukkah, where we have the opportunity to share with others that which is important, right? That it's okay to be part of a society and at the same time to stand apart and be unique. That you can take part in some things, but at the same time you should not lose your own individuality and identity. And Judaism deals with duality in many, many places. And so I think this is just one more where we talk about you can be a part of a community and yet you should not lose who you are as an individual. So too, can Jews as a whole take part in the world and in the society in which they live and still be individually identified so that they can be a light unto everyone else. So I guess the next piece is, and you've kind of touched on this a bit, of the whole, do we segregate ourselves? And I like the fact that you you seem to be pretty clear where you say no. And I think part of that comes from the importance, again, from the mental health aspect of you have strength and comfort in your identity. Like I said, this, this wasn't a specific, you know, whether or not you choose to do a specific practice. My piece was if you answer or if rather you need to ask the question. So similarly, I think it's very important that we're able to make sure that we're respectful and understanding, learning about other people, uh, being not necessarily so averse to the point where we have to remove ourselves from even acknowledging that these things, right? We have these happy holidays, seasons, greetings, uh, and, and I think that it's actually not a positive. I think that to, to say happy holidays potentially, you know, somebody wishes me Merry Christmas. I don't think it means that I have to go and celebrate Christmas. Um, 
and I don't think they necessarily mean any offense by it. When I was younger, I used to think, well, why, you know, what do you mean? I Stop assuming. Um, but the truth is, is the more I think about it, and even as I think about it now, I think in some ways it's an opportunity to... Somebody's just being meaning to be genuinely warm and, and say something nice. And I think that sometimes we lose, again, because maybe we don't have comfort in our own identities. Maybe we don't feel that level of confidence in ourselves that if somebody wishes you a Merry Christmas, does that mean that all of a sudden you have to go out and celebrate it? Um, so I want to go back to the original question you asked me, which was about do, do we have to close ourselves off Right or can we be a part of society? And and I clearly was saying that we can be a, we can and should be a part of society, and that comes from my own um, philosophical beliefs about Judaism. Right, the idea that we live in a society where there is Torah umada, there is Torah, there is Judaism, and there is science, and that those two things are not mutually exclusive. And, and science doesn't just refer to the subject as we study it in, in school, but it refers to the greater world, right? That we interact with the world and the natural world as it exists, and that includes people. Um, but I'm going to suggest that there are times where we close ourselves off, whether it's individually or as a society, and we need to. There are times where you have to have a home base, and you can go back and touch base with who you are. That may be a few minutes. That may be a few hours. That may be a few days. That's a holiday. But the idea that, you know, I'm not sure I want everyone celebrating Yom Kippur. I want Yom Kippur to be special for me. And I want Yom Kippur to be special for the other Jewish people who I'm with when we are, when we are doing Yom Kippur. Um, and so, you know, I, I think that it's okay for us to sometimes um, seclude ourselves as long as we are ready and willing to enter back into the larger society. I also agree that it's important to know about other communities and other societies and other religions because without that we cannot fully engage in it and we may not even know when we are accidentally not just being rude and therefore not being a light unto other nations but where we might even tread onto their their traditions if I'm understanding you correctly it's almost as if you're suggesting that it's significantly important that we not just assimilate and adopt others' cultures and practices because it may, in fact, be diminishing the value that they have. And similarly, it is not acceptable for us to seclude ourselves and never interact with them because for all we know, we may end up both or either um, offending them and not fulfilling our mission to be a light unto them, as well as possibly accepting unknowingly some of their behaviors. And I'll give one particular example. 
the idea of giving gifts on Hanukkah, right, really stems from the fact that everyone else in our society was giving gifts. From a traditional Jewish perspective, the idea of giving gifts on holidays was connected to the major Jewish holidays, meaning Pesach, Rosh Hashanah, Sukkot, maybe Shavuot, um, and not to Hanukkah. But because everyone else in the society was giving presents at this time of year, we felt that we had to do the same. And so now there are many people who give their children eight different gifts, one for each night. And yes, I'm familiar with, you know, that one night it's socks and another night it's underwear. And, and you know, but the reality is all of that may come because we were either consciously or unconsciously taking on those others' beliefs. Does that mean we should stop? I think it means we have to really do some soul-searching and figure out why we're doing it. Are we doing it to make Hanukkah an event that kids recognize and remember and love? Or are we doing it because we want to be like someone else? Thank you for listening. If you'd like to reach us, you can reach us at iqdiscuss at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you and responding.